get what for Pat you want to have the Gaston song for him why oh because oh. there was like a huge back and forth between <laughs> nosebleeds Beth and Pat about Gaston at some point and then Pat was like you know Dave looks like Gaston and I'm like <laughs> oh, well Jesus. funny story about that because for many many years in my life I was the head sound guy for a oh, hi, lucky. high school um, for a high for a high school, and they did plays. One of the plays was Beauty and the Beast. One night for rehearsals, Gaston couldn't be there, so I sang his part. Oh my god! <sighs> Very true. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I believe that we're ready to go. So five. Four, 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 three, three, two, two, two and one. one. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, welcome back, listeners. My name is David Oje, and I'm at MetalDave01 on Twitter.com. You're listening to the Happy Hour at Happy Hour on Twitter, and I am joined, as always, by Beth. Hi. I'm at Eliza underscore B-E-T-H-A-N on Twitter. And Veronica. Yeah, I am at C-H-I-L-E underscore Pepper on Twitter. And we're the happy hour again. So thanks again <laughs> for joining us. And uh, we are recording on a Wednesday night. Uh, yeah. The previous two games were back-to-back. The first of which was not cool, so we won't talk about it at all. But the second of which was much better than the first of which. And uh, we're going to talk about that a whole ton. But um, no, seriously. So uh, this week, the Habs went up against the Minnesota Wild. And the notoriously bad streak that we have against them continues. And then the next night, uh, we went up against the Red Wings. And we did a lot better, thank God. Because the world was about to fall after that Minnesota loss. Holy cow. So, well, yeah. Just 1-0 wins are the best, and 0-1 losses are the worst. Especially in this context. It was a <laughs> bad one. And I guess we'll, we'll talk about that. So, the Minnesota Wild game. Um, Let's see. What went on? What went on? What went on? Nobody nothing, scored. Nothing, 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 nothing. Exactly. Nothing. I almost fell asleep, to be quite honest. It <laughs> was. And then, was it that game that the, uh, was it that game that the sound went out? Ye- no. Ye- yes. I thought that was the Predators game. Was it the. Am I wrong? No, oh. it was. Oh, it might have been because it, it was Bob Cole Predators. night, wasn't it? Yes, oh, it yeah, was. Yeah, was that was Hockey Night in Canada. Right. See, yeah, it was Hockey Night in Canada. I'm like, well, where's the sound, Hockey Night in Canada? What you guys doing? And I was like, Bob was Cole, like, yeah. hit the mute button. <laughs> it was like the Sopranos finale. What happened to my TV? There's a game on. It was still pretty cool, though. Yeah. I mean, it was interesting. Yeah. It was very orally pleasing. It was like you were there. A-U-R. Yeah, not the... Not the other. We're not that good. Not the other one. That's um, orally, as they would say, not orally. And this is a time when we really need Ashley for the phonetics (laughs) to figure that out so she can tell me how to say poor or poor. Poor. (laughs) Because I honestly never knew that until she called me out on it. You say poor, it's P-O-R-E. When I'm pouring the water. P-O-U-R. And then I'm looking at the poor people. 
Exactly. Yes. There you Poor. go. Poor. Um, yeah, the cool part about that game, which was the fucking Predators game, which is already like ancient history but um, it is ancient history, was that yes. with with the sound off and dave even tweeted like did bob push the mute button <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like he did because then the sound came back but all we could hear was the rink which was cool and they only that had was really cool they only had the on ice mics and man you know i would pay an extra 20 bucks for nhl package to get rid oh, yeah. of the commentary unless you know it was a dan robertson or something like that Yes, exactly. Because Dan Robertson is the silky smooth voice of sports commentary. I think it was that game on Monday. Um, we, My boyfriend picked me up from work and we were driving home. And so I'm like, the game's on. So I turned the game on. The Minnesota game? The Monday game, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And um, sorry, I'm jumping ahead. But I just wanted to say that we, I turned on TSN 690 and he was listening to Dan and Sergio, and his eyes were getting bigger and bigger and bigger. First of all, he's a big Sergio fan because Sergio was a Canuck yeah, for yeah, a long yeah. time. That's so good. he's beloved here. Hi, Sergio. But he, what he said by the time we pulled in home at home, just listening to the way that they jump in for each other and how everything is being described and you're sort of interspersing uh, stats and facts and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. He's never heard anything like it living in Vancouver. Like, he turned to me and he goes, these guys are so good. Oh, if he hadn't heard them before, welcome no. welcome to the party. Yeah, because uh, Dan and Sergio, they're oh, top-notch. They're so you good. can't beat those oh, guys. Nope, nope, nope. You can't get better than those guys. No, 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 no. And I'm really yeah. happy that, um, uh, let's see, I like the tandem between, shoot, our, uh, our live commentary. Yeah, M- and Mud- Mudrick? I believe it's Mudrick. Okay, Mudrick and Johnson. When those two guys are together, I'm very happy as well. And I think they're they're getting better as the season goes on. Because Mudrick, he was um, you know, he was new essentially right at the beginning of the half season, and yeah, uh, for like October and November, I remember Beth, we were talking about it. I was like snore, but I think he's <laughs> I think he's really getting into it though now. Like because oh, he's great. his his when 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 the Habs score you fucking know that they yes. did which is great so it's you know it's really cool and um happy we got them those so. two for for the uh, New Year's Eve game the Dallas game oh yeah they were so good mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like you when you watch like if you watch like the last five minutes of regular time yep just listening to them and just like them going holy shit this is going to overtime you know what i mean <laughs> and but like they weren't saying that but the, their voices just said that and then by the time it gets to the final minute i think it's johnson it could be johnson it could be mudrick says final minute like wow the play is going on and it was just like ah like you just i don't know they were so good they're so um i don't know animated or, or, or passionate or something they're so good they Sorry. are good and it's it and like I said, it just keeps getting better as the season goes on. So yeah. come playoffs, oh my God, who the it's hell gonna knows what's going to happen. <laughs> so with all the good stuff out of the way, let's talk about the Minnesota game really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, So right off the bat, the tone of the game was really interesting because Augustino, uh, okay, it's – I'm not going to say it was a boarding, but it was, it was essentially a late hit against um, – 
whomever, I cannot recall his name, but it was a late hit and it was bad because the guy's head ends up like ding, dinging off the uh, the low part of the wall where the uh, where the players uh, sit. So, you know, it's the mm-hmm. half bench and he pre- his head pretty much hit the corner of the uh, the uh, the low wall there and he's out of the game essentially and Augustino gets a match penalty and he's gone five minutes, see you later. So Bullshit. there was, um, I'm not sure about that. It was, I mean, late hit is a late hit. And well, yeah, but you get five in a game, right? And I think it wouldn't have been that if, say, Augustino had hit him against boards, you know what I mean, and not the bench. But I'm not sure, right? I didn't see it, I still haven't seen it. Oh, it's you. I mean, as soon as I saw it, I was like, wow, that was a really bad decision by Augustino. Mm -hmm. I said it more colorfully Mm -hmm. on Twitter, but I was like, yeah, he deserves to get kicked for that. That was not a good hit. So oh. there was that. Now because that's the puck had been gone. Oh my god, it was gone, long gone, and Augustino was just like, bam! And then the guy's head hit the thing, and he's gone, and Augustino's gone, and then it like when it then somebody instigated Augustino. I thought the refs did really good here, in that it was a four v four for two minutes, and then it was like um, an extended power a... play for three minutes yeah. for the wild i was like okay that makes sense so they kind of called it yeah. very fair there but there are other calls yeah. that game that were for like, one jesus christ yeah. like the, the the elbowing on domi in the third period oh my lord and Who somebody i don't recall I don't, know. I don't know but i remember seeing him with like that thing on its chin oh yeah he, Greg Pattern? he has like two well i think it was Pattern. actually come to think yeah, of it because we were all saying how much we hate greg Pattern. i think that yeah. was the reason well why. that's in general well, I mean, yes, yeah, that's but in general. it was brought up because I was like, oh, yeah, fucking Greg Patterns on this team. So, don't forget the previous day, yeah, that, the previous game, that or maybe fuck. two games before, <laughs> um, like, people people target Domi quite clearly, and he had a high stick to the face that wasn't called, and he was bleeding, and he that's where he already oh. had that thing on his chest. Oh, maybe that's what Yes, okay. but he's had so, a few Patteron, other blows. because he's a... Shitbag. Yeah. Shitbag. Shitbag, motherfucker. Uh, elbowed him in the in the alley. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was not called, of course. And then Domi gets pissed, and somebody had yeah. mentioned, oh my god, like um, ah, uh, this might have been on the Discord server, but uh, one of the guys on there had mentioned that Domi had been riding the refs all game. Now, of course, I can't say anything to that. But what I do want to say about that is that refs, it, it's weird to me to expect refs to expect players to be nice about things. And if players aren't, they aren't going to call the calls that their job requires them to. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah. understand it's naive of me to, to think that, but fuck refs. I yeah, am on refs. board, I know. review them every goddamn night, find them for stupid shit, and get better officiating in the NHL in general. If people think I'm being a homer about it, fine. I just want better calls for every team because there yeah. is some I shit that goes on that's I'd rather crazy. have intermission interviews with them than with players. Because <sighs> the players always say the same thing at every intermission. Yeah. Pucks Which, I mean, deep. it's nice... Exactly. It's nice. It's nice to, I guess, see them in sweatpants. I don't know. There are some <laughs> players I don't want to see in sweatpants, but um, just I would rather hear a ref defend their call or lack of a call 
or see them sweat over their lack of a call than here like Dave said, here players say, Oh, we gotta get pucks in deep or we we're just gonna keep doing what we're doing, hold them off and keep, be defensive and keep them out of our zone and blah blah blah. Well, you know, like, you just gotta be aware when you're in your own zone. I mean when you uh you want to four-check hard, you know, got to battle in, got to get dig in deep, get the puck and get out of there. To that point, though, there was a two or three years ago, Brendan Gallagher, um, during one of his intermission interviews, called the refs out. Oh, well, Claude, too. Does anybody too, remember that? He was not happy after, was it the Minnesota I do game? not remember that. Oh, yeah. That's his thing, though. That's Claude's, he's been doing it since... He was with the Bruins. Well, with the Bruins, and, you expect it because. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, this was about two or three years ago, and Gallagher flat out called the refs out wow. at intermission, maybe first or second intermission of a game. I forget. I'm sure that uh, didn't what season it was. Earn him a lot of friends. Yeah, and it was maybe it could be that same game, but I don't think so. There was a game that they were playing in Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. where uh, Gallagher got caught behind Al Montoya's net. Al Montoya. When he was a Jet, i.e. a bad guy. Right. And Not Gallagher, a friend. <laughs> not a friend. So Gallagher was around the net, and the play went back to uh, uh, his defensive zone. Everybody took off except for Montoya, another guy, and Gallagher. Ooh. And they were literally... <sighs> punching him and beating him down and the ref was standing there and watching it yeah flattening the guy and then he was finally able like montoya was literally shoving him to the ice and the ref did nothing and that's like the best example that i can think of of what you were saying dave Right. Fuck those guys. If they if they don't do their job, and we all see it, we're, we all see it, we've all got TVs, if they're not doing their job right and they make an egregious mistake, start giving them penalties. They might start calling shit the right way. Fine them, goddammit. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. how much they make. Well, I think we, we actually spoke about this. We did. Uh, in they a made a before. lot of money. It's like at yeah. least it, the six figures, I want to say, they're right? They're doing okay. Yeah, they're doing fine. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, Find them five grand? Yeah, why not? Makes yeah. a lot more sense to them than the fucking players. You know, that's exactly. another crazy mm-hmm. thing. Like, when players get fined for egregious hits, here's five grand. Of course, we can just say that, whoa, it's five grand out of a million. That's, that that is pennies in the long run. Now, granted, I'm not thinking about, well, how much does the house cost? How much does travel cost? How much does the car cost? Right. You know, and all that bullshit. But that's the thing, it's <laughs> bullshit. If you want players to really adhere to things like that, you gotta say, like, a percentage of something 5% of your pay for oh that's a lot but 5% of your pay or something for repeated offenses or some shit like that yeah well, Brad Marchand for murdering people has been fined what maybe like $10,000 in his life accumulated give or take bullshit something like that maybe like 15 grand I don't know <laughs> yeah yeah but, but even cool. so how much does he make yeah. a lot so he's yeah fine in that regard refs yeah. you know they have a harder time with that I think but Alas, what can you do? Literally nothing. Literally nothing. <laughs> we can call a Batman. Boo, Batman. Boo. Ew. Boo. Okay, boo. Batman. Speaking of Batman, I didn't boo, Batman. see I didn't see this cuz I had to go to work, but apparently when he came out to do the announcement for the for the 2020 uh stadiums here is he had a beard, but nobody posted any pictures about it. 
I think I saw photos of him with a beard. Oh. Why know. do I? Ha! Huh. Hmm. Maybe they're trying to keep it a secret. Secret beard. It, but they beard. <laughs> oh, Christ. <Okay. laughs> do you All see right. it? Uh. I see it. Wait, when Is was this? this? Real? No, that's not real. It was New Year's Day. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm going to the article that I found on tsn.ca. Uh, the photo has him with a gray beard, and it is dated, oh, June, no, January 2016. Mm. So that's wrong. So maybe that's when I saw him with a beard. I want to see this. Wait, New Year's Day or New Year's Eve? New Year's Day, because it was during the Winter Classic. Right. And he came out and did an announcement during the second intermission. Yeah, he was talking about something. I don't recall. What are we talking about? He Why looks, Batman? The beard? You the beard. You said something about calling <laughs> Batman. About, oh, right. About the ref. No, I said boo Batman. And yeah, calling Batman to like change yes. the rules of how to do things. No, fuck Batman. We don't have to talk about fucking <laughs> no, Batman. We're no. going to talk about the Minnesota Wild game because there's more things going on. So with that being said, Augustino is out of the match. We're back to Augustino. Augustino gets kicked out of the game. And this is very important, and it's something that I forgot because I got very frustrated with this game because of reasons later on. <laughs> but that happens, and then another thing happens. Shea Weber! Something happens to Shea Weber. Ladies, take it away. He gets hit in the face with a puck. To be... All right. I'm going to jump back <laughs> in here. Correction. Weber's it face hit a puck. <laughs> the puck. It... <laughs> yes. But continue now. So, so <laughs> you go. No, you go. So he, um, all of a sudden, in the in the broadcast, like you see Weber look like, oh my god, I just got stung by a bee, kind of, mm-hmm. like oof, you know. And then he's like, oh, mm-hmm. am I? No, I'm fine. And he keeps playing, right? And then he, when the shift is over, he goes to the bench, and then they show the replay, and an actual puck hit him in the face. A whole frozen one. Yeah, it got a deflected off his stick. A frozen puck. Like they dipped a ding-dong. In. Hits him in the face. And I'm just like, I would be passed out right now. I would be passed out and screaming out in pain. And he finished his shift. And then they show him on the bench and he's like, Beth, you and I were going back and forth about this. Where he was like, oh, like you can tell. And I'm like, well, he's still on the bench. So that's yeah, good. Like, if it was serious, and then Whoa. they show it bleeding. Yeah, he was cut. That's a hard it hit. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, he he mostly was looking down at the ground where he had his face covered. But then there was one point where the camera was um, not shining, pointed directly at him from the front. And he looks up, and he's just looking off to the side, but he looks like he's going to murder someone. <laughs> Like, so, I how he usually like, looks. <laughs> I want to find a photo where it doesn't look like he wants to murder someone. <laughs> I just mean, you have to find him, like, when he's actually laughing or smiling. Yes. Because otherwise, he just has resting murder face. That's it. Uh, yeah. murder face. And so, the period ended, and then Shea Weber never came back. Right. Well, that's uh, important to note, too, is that he finished the period. And I don't recall if this was the first or second period. I actually think it was, it the, was first. the first. So the first yeah. period. So that's important, too. Shea Weber leaves, <laughs> gone. 
Augustino had left gone. Now, I'm not sure how many of our listeners play hockey. I'm not sure how many of our listeners play a sport. But say if you're playing any sort of sport and you're short players for substitutions, that's tough. Yeah. So. Because that's two D-men out. Nope. That's a 1D and one offensive person as well. So that means the offensive lines had to get kind of... that's right. What the hell am I thinking? So Sorry. that means that somebody, probably a winger, had double shift or they're alternating lines while they were uh, doing all their shift changes and whatnot. And that is a tough thing to do, especially in that kind of sport. Defensively, yep. too. You don't have three full lines. Now you got two lines and a half. And you got to figure out who's going to be the odd man out doing extra leg work. Uh, you know, add in power play times that, you know, screws up other people's timing and whatnot, and it's a big old thing. And that cannot be dismissed when going up, at, up against a team like the Wild, whom, for the past three years, have been able to manhandle us on the ice, unfortunately. Um, so with that all being said, first period, no score. Second period, scoreless. Third period, uh, pretty awful turnover by Mr. Petrie, uh, that yeah, just a no look behind this the back not a again. Turnover. It was an assist. It was it was <laughs> that bad. It was pretty it's... awful. It was a Druen worthy oh. fucking no look pass straight to a wild guy. And here's the thing though. This is I wasn't even as pissed about the turnover as I was Petrie's <laughs> reaction to it. And pretty Getting much in front of Carey Price, like completely boxing Price out of making an attempt at a save and with that being said price looked damn good that game too oh yeah so yep. the wild pot it was pissing me off oh yeah was because and i'm gonna have a fight with you about that dave if you're gonna bring up uh jonathan Drouin, which i can see your point but i have an argument i have um, words and i have a counter argument <laughs> to myself so i'm ready <laughs> So that was the third period that that happened. The game was nothing, nothing. They were going back and forth. And it was like, it was looking like it was going to be a 0-0 game. Mm -hmm. And 0-0 games happen. And we need those. Because and at this point them. in the season, we need those points. Every one of them. I would have loved getting one point out of that. But oh, here we are. So that's what infuriated me is that it was going to be a nothing, nothing game. Mm -hmm. I was just watching the clock because I was I was like envisioning a shootout and then Carey Price fucking just shutting the door. That would have been a Carey but, Price steals the game type of game. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that's what infuriated me just because like and 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 I mean, in, in subsequent in the subsequent game, we still saw the no look passes. Stop with that. But anyway, yeah. uh, after the game, which we ended up losing in regulation. Um, you go on social media, and everybody's crucifying Jonathan Drouet. Yeah, see, okay, there's, I, I know, okay. You see what I'm saying? It's like, yes, you don't win if you don't score, but nobody was scoring. Nobody was going to uh -uh. score that game. It was going to be nothing, nothing. Sorry that you wanted 10 nothing. It was going to be nothing, nothing. This isn't Columbus. Yeah. Dave. Yes. <laughs> Is it my so turn? What, sure. Here's the thing that pissed me off about Drouin. So, um, and it's kind of funny because uh, Claude uh, 
or Bergevin. Somebody mentioned uh, one of the coaching guys mentioned today, like he was Claude. Yeah, he was saying that the Bruins had uh, some recent uh, difficulties, whatever those may be. And if that's mm-hmm. the case, I'm like, okay, so we're not all crazy in that opinion because he hasn't looked great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, um, the thing that really, like, I wouldn't have mentioned a thing about Drouin if it wasn't for this one play that he made on one of the 4v4s in the, in like, this. I knew exactly. I thought exactly the same thing he, as you did, to be honest. Right. He beat three wild people, which is a very yeah. Galchenyuk thing to do, but it actually succeeded. And I was like, oh, great. So we get the zone. Okay. Burn. We get the zone. He, he, uh... You know, he's being chased by, like, three people now. So he goes around the net, as one does, to force room for himself. And then, of course, the natural thing would be, okay, well, let me pass it to the point. Yeah. The thing was, he does do this. And who knows if he wasn't looking where he was passing. It happens. Granted, in this particular instance, he was actually facing the direction he was passing to. And there was no one there. So he gets the zone, gives it away. And I was like, yeah. God damn it, Joe. I swear to God, Kalis, Tabernak, <laughs> Bamunzi, God damn it. So that's why I got super frustrated. And um, of course, yes, it was totally, that play by Petrie was totally mind boggling. But you know, it was mind boggling. These games happen, those plays happen. In succession, it just sucks when it comes down to a game where Price was being really good. It's one of the very few times this season that kind of only because of those two plays, the team kind of let Price down in that, you know, mentality of the thing. Of course, they played. Well, that's the other thing, too, actually. No, forget all of that. It just seemed very slow off the gate. But even Minnesota wasn't playing at their best, and that probably pisses me off even more because Minnesota could have killed us, but they could Exactly. Um, in defense of Joe. Yes. There's something that our GM says all the time. And that's with respect to players. Some guys get you there. Some other guys get you through. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, for example, take Max Pacioretty. Max Amelia. Not- yeah, not not a hundred percent in those uh, in that playoff round, the last playoff round that we played, which was against the Rangers a couple of years ago. Uh, nothing, right? He had nothing. He couldn't do anything. However, thanks to thanks in large part to all of his goals that season, we did make it to the playoffs. Jonathan Drouin, the year that he got suspended for not showing up. For a hockey game. Or he showed up, but he didn't dress and he was in the stands. And he got suspended and Stevie Y sent him home to think about what he did without pay. Yeah, Stevie Y. That's Mr. Yeisman for the misinformed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and when he came back, and Alan Walsh fucking was causing all kinds of stink at that time, too. Yeah, he and, was. Um, bleh. And so, and that's, no, I was already blocked by that time. Um, and so when Jonathan Drouin came back, he said, okay, I've got my big boy pants on. I am here to play. And play he fucking did. In the playoffs for Tampa Bay, I oh. think he scored 12 goals. Yeah, he was a monster during those playoffs, 100%. So this is what he's waiting for. <laughs> like, maybe he's one of those players 
He's like a Dale point two point oh essentially. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. Dale wishes. <laughs> um, I'm a huge Dale Weiss fan. I love me some Dutch Gretzky. Dutch but Gretzky. No. Like this is a guy who decided now's the time. You know, like he he's a playoff performer. So I'm not making excuses for him. Um, some people think that he, both he and Max Domi, miss Andrew Shaw because he gave that line all kinds of jump. Oh, see, yes. There's something I want you to know, talk about that. Yep, yep, yep. The way he energizes them. And I think it was Sean Campbell who was staying last night after the game. And Shaw's the kind of guy who, in a game like this, if Domi and Drouin don't do anything, he takes them aside after and goes, what the fuck, boys? You mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. So well, they're sort of missing that. Yeah, see, that whole line, I mean, it hasn't done well. Like, even with Shaw in the last few stretches before uh, his um, his neck injury there, uh, which probably is going to take like another week or two to get 100%. But, but, mm-hmm. but, um, the thing about that line with Shaw is that Shaw is a much stronger four checker than who replaced him. Who did they put up there with them? Um, was it Byron? It's Armia now. It's Armia. See, Byron was played, did play with them. That line did absolutely nothing. Yeah. And then Byron's now with the cook on Yemi and, uh, like in the yeah. line now. Right, yeah, Armia yeah. is such a weird player to me. I get people are super high on him, and he scored, of course, in the game uh, last night. But yeah. it's that was his first goal of the season. Of course, he's been injured. Was it? Yes, it was. Okay. So that makes me wonder. He sat out a bunch of games. Yeah, mm-hmm. and as well, like, for some reason, people seem to name him as, like, a power play person. And you know how the power play is and what I think about it. Yes, it's a lie. we do. Oh my However, god! So regardless, regardless. I, false power play. We are already. We are all finally on the same page as Dave. I'm telling I you, I wasn't lying when I said something's <laughs> wrong. Welcome to the party. But um, yeah, I don't know. Armia to me. Where the snacks? He hasn't. He hasn't proven yet. his worth to me. Essentially. Armia. Yeah. Give him a few games, Dave. Yeah, Dave, oh, I know. Holy here. shit. I'm talking about the whole season as of now. Like, even beforehand, I was he saying. He was sitting. Yeah. He, he was brand played new. at the. Okay, he's brand new. So, he was on the Kulkaniemi line. Yeah, right? We had that finish line, essentially. Yeah. And there were times when he was with Kulkaniemi where I was like, Jesus, he doesn't do Kulkaniemi any favors. So, yes, he'll probably need a few games to get back into the flow of things and once they find a line for him it's like they don't know where to put him so it's like oh, okay we'll cross that bridge when we get there we'll have to see what happens tomorrow against the blues because we've been kind of switching like fourth lines like delorier and pekka sat out or, mm-hmm. no no yeah. it wasn't pekka or Shapu. I, I thought pekka sat out for udon last night pekka and Shapu were yeah. out right right so Speaking of Rudon, I didn't notice him at all last night. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I did a couple of times. But anything that he tried didn't work. Well, you know what the thing is? He didn't do anything bad, like a crazy yeah. turnover. That's an improvement. Because when it comes to... It's funny, because I think he has the worst uh, plus-minus on the team. I know. Plus-minus is a weird stat. But if he's on the ice when people have scored 14 times against his line, it's like, who mm-hmm. knows what's happening at that point? Yeah. So it's something. It's it's not it's not a great stat. It's a very 
let's take a look at what's going on. Oh, he's on the ice for a lot of goals. He isn't. So it's like, okay, gotcha. Um, um, well, I was looking at an article written by Scott Matla earlier. Matla? Um, yes. Squirt. 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 Mootla. <laughs> oh. I think that was one of the mistake ones. That's funny. Um, Dave, you know about that, right? We're like no, but this, it's funny. I, it was it was somebody who kept like misspelling his byline or misspelling his name in an article. Yeah, um, and they kept doing weird things, and so for a while his Twitter <laughs> display name was all the different misspellings of like, Squirt <laughs> Mootla or whatever. Yeah, I think he's in New York State too. Oh really? I He's around there somewhere. He's New Yorker. Yeah. I believe so. Huh. Um, That's fun. And I think I think he's just Scott Matla, Matla with one T. Yeah. Yeah, on Twitter. Uh, oh, I know. Yeah, he's Rochester. in Rochester. Oh, yeah. Rotten okay. Fester, perfect. You owe me a you owe me a Coke. <laughs> Give me that gummy one you found in your couch. <laughs> what a terrible city to hail from. Dave, David. It's really bad. David. Rochester's bad. Oh. I, the it only has, thing I know about it. A really nice name. Yeah, but yeah. David Bowie was arrested there. Oh, that For makes what? It bad? Uh, marijuana possession. Well, it's illegal. It was. It was. It's but legal it's, up here. But it's David Bowie. It's it, you okay, know that you know so... that shot of him with with the mug shot with the numbers. That's in Rochester. <laughs> yeah, you said well, that I'm to me. I'm not blaming Scott Matla. Yeah, well, I'm blaming Rochester. He wasn't there. <laughs> listen, Dave. Listen, Scott didn't make the Rochester police. No. <laughs> arrest David Bowie. I think people are, I think you guys. It's a not bad people. city. It is a bad city. You go yes. there and it's like, I don't want to be here. Okay, well, we just won't go there. Good. Anyway. I drive past and I say, fuck you, Rochester, and I, well, I'm going to Syracuse. Okay. Anywho, Scott Matla wrote an article, and it was about what should the Habs do with Charles Houdon? Um, because there was that whole, like, not, like, sort of indirectly, not saying, not asking for a trade, but saying he wouldn't, he wouldn't be mad about one necessarily, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but he did talk about how the fourth line is, like, kind of no matter what, um, Claude does with it, it doesn't really produce anything. It doesn't matter if Dawn's on it, if Armia's on it, um... If Pekka or Delorier are on it, it's, it's still, it's still oh, yeah, yeah, um, it just It just doesn't really do anything. And so, like, that's going to be another problem to solve. And that's all I really wanted to say about that after that whole Rochester business. Cool. Poor Rochester. To our <laughs> listeners in Rochester. <laughs> We're Move. sorry. It's, I mean, the <laughs> the opinions of David Auger do not, do not reflect, reflect the opinions <laughs> of his co-hosts. So yeah. allow me to explain Western New York to you. No, Lord. <laughs> okay. Any place that is west of Oneana may as well not be part of New York State. That's all I want to say. I'm done. <laughs> okay, I want to say one last thing about Armia. It may as well be Pennsylvania. Okay, I'm done. Bye. Okay, I'm done. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> So Armia, please. Armia, just close the loop on Armia. Um, I'm willing to be very patient with this young man. A, because yes, but he cooked Kanyemi, our sweet baby eagle. Oh, yeah, he loves him, doesn't he? 
had his poster on his wall growing up. So, yeah, he loves him, in other words, a.k.a. He loves him. Yes. So that's one main reason. The second main reason is he's new. He left the Winnipeg Jets and came to this market, which I'm sure among many NHLers, people are like, dude, you do not want to be a Montreal Canadian. And, you know, and sort of the the bad rap that Montreal gets about um, the media and the insanity in the market and sort of they'll you know they'll 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 burn you an effigy one day and then the next day they're going to be singing your praises from the mountaintops and it's a roller coaster and all that stuff and some people love that like people like Max Domi but you know so there's that aspect he's new he's on a new team it's a new system it's all new people and the last main important reason that I'm willing to be patient with him is he isn't a lazy bum he's not so I don't doubt his level of commitment and I feel like he'll come around. Like nobody's asking him to be a first liner. So just be patient. Hello? He's not William Nylander. Dave. I was just looking up stuff. Sorry. Yeah, no, I he's not you. Nylander. So UL Armia uh, drafted in 2011. He, he was a first a round draft night. pick, uh, 16th yeah. overall. So he's another one of our first rounders. 16th, that was around the time, that's around the same he positioning was, that Nikita Sherback was picked up too. He was not our first rounder. Of which, Nikita yeah, he's from Buffalo. Of which, Nikita <laughs> Sherback was put on waivers. Haha. <laughs> In, and not claimed. In Los Angeles and not claimed. So good job, Bergevin, for taking care of that for us. Merci beaucoup. Yeah. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. No, I was just looking up stuff. So he's played 19 games with the Habs so far. That's what I was curious about. I just wanted to see how much game time he's had. So he's played half the season with the Habs so far because yeah. we're like 40 games in or so. I understand. And I'm with you. I do agree. We need to be patient. Um, I'm impatient. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can, can you I say one impatient. more thing? Yes, you yes. may. So in in Scott's article, there was one thing I didn't agree, completely agree with because he mentioned the uh, he, he mentioned Jacob De La Rose and Nikita Sherbeck going on waivers um, and being claimed, and he said that that was not a good move by Bergevin because um, he lost his assets for nothing. Rochester. And I'm I'm like, okay, that might be true for those two players, but. If that happened with Charles Houdon, it might play out. It might. He might not want to put Houdon on waivers. He might want to keep him and develop him, or actually trade him for a pick or something else. Um, but we, the team, is okay without Sherback and. Um, what did LA get for Sherback? Well, nothing. So like far. I mean, well, nothing because they nothing down. But I mean, and one goal so, maybe. Yeah, one goal in his first game, and and uh, Dennis Bernstein from LA started trolling Habs fans. It was funny. Like, yeah, Sherback scored. Like, uh, even then, I didn't care. But um, uh, it's like not creating a market for Sherback was it was the, one of the arguments from Montreal. Uh, when he got claimed by L.A. Oh, well, and, uh, we've been up and down that route because you couldn't make a market around him. Exactly. So No. 
And I don't. Did we? He has did we to actually help himself talk about a little that bit on the podcast? Oh yeah, you mentioned it when he was at Laval. Bouchard was yeah. just sick of him. Scouts would come to the Rocket game, see what the Sherbacks about, and they would leave disgusted. Yes. And that there was, was a big one. Thing. That was all I, you, I, Veronica. I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure if I said that in DMs, actually, Dave. Well, I uh, said it now, so now everyone knows <laughs> what you said. Well, yeah, they get there, they set up their laptops, they set up the, the game starts, and 10 minutes later, they're slamming their shit closed, and they get up and leave. Waste of time. Waste of time. Amazing. That's amazing to me. First round and pick, then it was, nothing. I wow. heard that, and then it was later that I heard Bouchard saying, I'm not impressed with this guy at all. Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy, because Bouchard, I mean, he's a very blunt man, but like, yeah. he said that in a way that was like, there's no hope for him. No. Which is, you know, and he's one of the guys that's like, I'm here to develop players. And he said that about him. He's like, he doesn't even want to try. I was like, oh, shit. And yeah. he's, and the thing is, too, at that point in time, too, Sherback, you know, he he is, quote, unquote, an NHLer. And he played in the NHL with the Habs for, like, two years or so. So, yeah. very, very that's interesting good, yeah. and unfortunate. Because I was a Sherback fan when we picked him up. And now yeah. he's gone. Well, he's he like, yeah. video, but he just doesn't want to. Do the work. Yeah, seems like it. Oh well. Unfortunately. Yeah. So. Goodbye. Yeah, goodbye. Um, was there anything else we wanted to mention? Because I wanted to move on to the more fun game, sort of, against the Red Wings. Well, so after after the Minnesota game, Claude Julian reassured everybody that uh, Shea Weber did not have a fracture and was going to be on the plane with the team, which was a huge relief to everybody oh my in the God. world. That by itself and could be universe. a whole other episode. <laughs> we'll get to it. As soon, we got to do it now. As soon as, you know, <laughs> it's announced that Weber is out of the game. Yeah. Now I can understand panic took hold. But at the same time, one of the things that we have to consider, we have to consider, and it's something that uh, Ian from Nosebleeds Podcast uh, wrote up in a very nice article regarding things, is that, and many other people have mentioned this too, but I, I remember reading his stuff, it's that um, the Habs went two months without Weber, and we're still here. Exactly. Yeah. With him, we're yeah. better. Without him, we can manage. And that's something that's pretty awesome. So the 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 mass panic was palpable. It's just well, drowning in it, which we can understand. I mean, but it's not all bad. It was coupled with Jeff Petrie, the Lord and Savior, who kept everything together during Shea Weber's absence, had the worst game of his life. Yeah, he did not do well. So that was it the was worst. Coupled with that, the worst shift probably of his Habs <laughs> career thus far. You know. Yeah. So it was coupled with that. And everybody just lost their shit so. after. But, yeah. But, I mean, it, to me, deep down, I saw him, how he just went back to the bench. And you couldn't you couldn't even, like, he didn't even make a face. You know, it was just Shea Weber, I want to murder somebody face. But, I mean, I, I was just thinking, I hope they, they don't make him not play. Because he'll play. He'll play. You know what I mean? He played for two months on a broken foot last year. Damn it, Shay. <laughs> it's only pain. Oh. It's just pain. It's just pain. Just pain. <laughs> he just kind of laughs. It's just pain. What are? What's your question? Kids don't understand. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> so oh. in freaking Kokanami being a monkey. 
Oh, yeah. he's such a little monkey. Um, yeah, it's just he will be there. And, I mean, anybody else could have gone, holy shit, I can't even eat and I can't even open my mouth. I'm going to go home and rest. And he's like, I'm getting on the plane and we're going to Detroit. Mm-hmm. We'll see. That's Shea Weber. <laughs> it might have been uh, one of the games, one of the scrums after I think the Detroit game when people were asking Weber about the injury and he's like yeah it's not too bad it just it hurts to eat so that, and, I can't, and I can't open my mouth and I can't open my mouth and I'm like wow he must have he must have like a bruise to the face yeah well the other thing too is that I think was it Robertson or another guy was saying that the game after the Minnesota game, it looked like he had an egg coming out of his face, you know, because of the the bruising. But then it's gone the next day. The it's hell! He just pushed it back in. Jesus! I want whatever he's, like, he's I don't having. Have time for bruises. Yeah, I don't have time to have an egg coming out of my face. <laughs> well, then and then he, during warmups for the Red Wings game, he had a cage on. Yeah. That and was, he was like, funny. And he's like, enough. No, he's like, take it off. Enough Man of this Mountain shit. does not Away. need a cage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I heard I heard that on the radio and I'm like, oh Shay. It's such a Shay thing to do. Yeah, he's like, this is this is this will be fine. <laughs> I have a whole day off between I have a whole, have yeah, a whole day exactly. off between now and St. Louis. I'll be fine. I'll take a therapy day tomorrow if another puck hits me. <laughs> Did you guys see there was a photo of um a hand holding a puck that was like sliced in two? Oh yeah. And it said this is the puck that hit Shea Weber. This is the puck that Shea Weber hit. It's confirmed face. the puck is on IR. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was some funny stuff. Um Sean Gordon said to me. Uh, on Twitter because I said, not Shea Weber, when he was on the bench and, ah. you know, they were attending to him. Yep, and he yep. goes, I mean, he barely flinched. And um, um, Mark Tumont said, you should see the other guy. And Sean's <laughs> like, oh, that that puck is dead in a ditch somewhere now. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And it's true. So, yeah. It's true. 100% true. He played a hockey game last night, 24 minutes and 8 seconds, the most out of anybody on either team. Yes. That wasn't a goalie. Which pretty much means we're going to talk about that Red Wings game now. Oh, off the bat, I was not pleased. (laughs) Really? The first period just went scoreless, essentially. And it looked like the Habs had themselves a travel. Because, well, that's one of the things. There was a snowstorm uh, Monday night after the Minnesota game that grounded their plane until, like, what, 2 in the morning or something like that? And I heard from people that the Habs weren't able to get into Detroit until like four o'clock in the morning. And we all know, at least we should, that hockey players are beasts of habit. Yeah. And gang them off of their routine is very earth shattering for these guys. And it should be because like they need to eat, get energy for the game, do their warm ups and all that stuff. So they're going in essentially tired. And I thought it looked it uh going into uh, the Detroit game and whatnot. So the first period was kind of very lackluster, but then that second period, hello! Somebody that we were waiting for for a while to get back on his groove was Brendan Gallagher. <laughs> and of course, and he's like, oh, hello. <laughs> hello. 30 seconds. This is what I do. Exactly. 30 seconds into the f- second period, 
Uh, it was a, hmm, I think it was a shot from Tatar that Gallagher did Gallagher into the goal, essentially. <laughs> and then about a minute later, none other than whoever Joel Armia is uh, gets a goal with a Ben and Domi assist. Which it's is great. Joel. Yeah, it's Joel. As... Didn't I say that? No, you no, said you Joel. Said Joel. Oh, Joel. Okay. With a vibe the first vibrato, yo well okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there we are no i said something about a hard j on twitter and i got oh about it yeah well i bet. think they even mentioned it on the the commentary too that he wants to be called yoel yeah at some and point you just there, called him a joel yeah, yeah so i messed up okay and then at least he didn't go full american and say joel Joel. Joel Armia. So, <laughs> so that was followed, of course, by a Detroit goal by Andreas Athanasius. And happy, um, to, happy see to see you. Bless you. <laughs> oh. That's what it sounds like. It's pretty I keep funny. Keep going. Honestly. Happy to see you. Happy to see you. Now, happy to see you too. Of course, he's a bad Bobby guy. Bobby <laughs> 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 ah, I love that movie so much. <laughs> Excuse me, your balls are showing. Oh my god! Bumblebee tuna. <laughs> don't you remember that? No. That's the line in the I movie. I don't even know what I'm laughing at. Oh my god, that's wait, who said that? I thought you said bumblebee tuna. No, it was me. God damn it, Beth. Anyways, that's from Ace Ventura: Nature Calls. Oh, you were asking me about this. Somebody was asking me about that. I've seen the Ace Ventura movies exactly once when they were out in the theaters. Wow. So I can't remember these things. I grew up on uh, Ace Ventura, Aliens, Die Hard, and uh, other movies. Star Wars. So mm-hmm. I have a I have an intimate knowledge of Ace Ventura and all of the, uh, <laughs> the things there. Like, Anchorman is to my later comedic movie quoting life as Ace Ventura was to my early comedic movie quoting life. Right. So, okay, okay. So regardless, mm-hmm. so Andreas Bumblebee Tuna gets a goal <laughs> and he imagine if Detroit didn't have Athanaseo. It was him. It was he was a one man show last night. He was night. a one man yeah. show last night, which is great, but at the same time, screw you, uh Andreas Bumblebee Tuna. Uh, you're ridiculous. <laughs> now, with all that being said, probably the most important goal of the game yeah. came very early in the third period, and it was, again, another assist from Tatar, who had two points that night. His first game as a hab back in Detroit to yeah. none other than Jeff Petrie, wiring it home, yeah. and all the more better because Jeff's father was in attendance yeah. at the game, yeah. and he had a quote for the oh ages. My God. Holy yes. shit! And I'm going to paraphrase it, but he was pretty <laughs> much he was asked by media like, "So, how's it like watching you know your son playing?" He's like, "You know, it's really great. I used to um, watch him play <laughs> games in Edmonton, and uh, it's good to watch him win now." Yeah, yeah, something like that. So, Burn. regardless, Jeff Petrie gets the game-winning goal, of course, uh, last night, which is great. Sort of kind of makes up for his atrocious behavior the night before. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so there we are. But, yeah, with the Petries, it's interesting. Side note, uh, Petrie's father, if people don't know, used to be a major league uh, pitcher. For the Tigers. For the Tigers. And he won a uh, whatever it is in baseball that they win. A World Series. A pennant? <laughs> no, what? 
Oh yeah, the World Series. <laughs> it's not a Stanley Cup, so it doesn't matter. So once once the Detroit Tigers won the flag and put it up on yeah. the flagpole <laughs> to symbolize. Do they use golden or platinum flagpoles? Um, checkered because it's an old time sport. <laughs> but yeah, so um. One loss, one win. Uh, so far in the month of January, the Habs are now 2-2, two and two, which is 50%, and I'm happy with that. But we need to win more, especially because um, January is one of the months that we have less games, which is good. It ought to show, it ought to mean that we get more rest, but it's only because um, we have the bye week in the last week yeah. of January. So we kind of have like a bunch of games crammed into the first three weeks of January, which includes... Of course, three back-to-back nights, and that's not easy. The whole second half of the season isn't going to be super easy compared to the first, unfortunately. But and and the first was easy. How we played the majority of it without Shea Weber. Well, true. Well, see, there's that aspect of it. But I'm just talking. I only say easier only because there were less back-to-backs in the first half. Right. That's the only. That's the only horse I have in that uh, point I was making. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, because I had an alarmist on my timeline today you? talking about how, yeah. No. Um, talk, no, it wasn't me. It was um, because I posted that photo last night about the Habs being back in a playoff spot now. Uh-oh. Um, you know, they've been out of a playoff spot for all of about two days one day or two days this <laughs> yeah. whole season, yeah. right? right. Um, but somebody was like, well, don't, don't forget about all the games that the Islanders yeah. have had and don't don't forget that. about you know about all these you know the schedule that they've coming up and they have coming up and facing this team and this team and this team and this team well you know what they came really close to getting at least a point against Tampa this year and break I mean really close doesn't count but they did like they can hang the and if they've got back-to-back games I don't care it's just like okay so sit home and panic and freak out about something that hasn't happened yet in a game that you aren't watching yet and you don't know what's going to happen or believe because it doesn't matter if you do that or you believe which is what I'm going to do it doesn't matter yeah so you can make yourself sick to your stomach or just wait and see just watch watch the games why on earth would you say that we're going to be bad because of that they they play well against good teams exactly they're and, going to be competitive. And that's all that matters. Yeah. Now, if we get Shaw back soon. Exactly. Yeah, we go, we're going to get Shaw back. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're pretty much playing almost at full team capacity ever since Weber came back. And Exactly. The thing is, the whole team is better than it was in the beginning of the season, despite exactly. what people say. The only thing, and this is the alarmist in me now, the only thing that could cost us a playoff series or a playoff spot ease even is this goddamn power play. Mm-hmm. I swear to God. Well, in theory, it could. Yes, in theory, it could. I'm just saying yeah. it's one of the intangibles that if the intangible was tangible in that tangible means goals, we might have won against Tampa. We yeah. might have tied against Minnesota. There's a big, there's big mites. I don't like those mm-hmm. mites. I don't like them at all. <laughs> I only like mites on ice. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're cute. Yeah, the little guys. 
Well, and then there's that whole added wrinkle. Speaking of that and leading up to the playoffs and everything else, uh, the GM uh, met with the press yesterday and he said something yesterday that is something that he has been saying for years. Apparently, people are only hearing him for the first time, which is that he's not going to be mortgaging the future leading up to the trade deadline. You know, the questions are, are you going to do something? You're going to put somebody on that D? Are you going to, what are you going to do? You know, get somebody to, uh, like, if you're still in a playoff spot, get somebody to, you know, help you out in the playoffs. And he said the same thing that he always says is, I'm not mortgaging the future. And he said um, that the guys who, the guys that he has heard that are out there are available or will be available come the deadline time are too expensive and not that special, quite frankly. I'm paraphrasing. Agreed. So he's not like he's he's not planning on doing anything. And he said, if anybody calls me after the World Juniors, I know exactly what the asking price is going to be. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be a short conversation. Goodbye. Yep. Click. Banana like, phone. You click. Want, you, yeah, <laughs> you want Romanov, Paling, and Suzuki? Click. Oh, my God. Those kids. So oh, something, kids. something that we I I kind of regret not mentioning more in the happy hour is the World Junior Championship, um, because all of the Habs, Habs prospects performed admirably. That's correct. They, they were did. they were essentially the best players on the ice for each of their national teams. If not the best, then critical players, which is yeah. great. Romanov, yeah. I think, got best defenseman of the tournament or something like that. Or at least in on, on Russia's team. Yeah, Romanov. Paling got the MVP. Yeah, pa- of the Paling's tournament. MVP of the tournament. All right. <laughs> the whole thing. Heck and a. Yeah. The whole, not just a game. The, all of it. Paling MVP. Good job, Boyo. Yeah. Good job. Congratulations, you yeah, guys. Congratulations, kids. Yeah. I mean, We're there's super a, proud of you. There's Brooke. Yeah. There's um. Oh my God. Uh, Primo. Uh, Elonen. As well, Jesse for Finland, who won gold, yeah. of course, mm-hmm. and he was yeah. also instrumental in Finland doing great and just also. I mean, the future's bright, everybody, yeah. brighter yeah. than we could have anticipated. Next yeah. season's camp, I don't even know Holy what to expect. Moly. We should go. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I'm going to sell a kidney. Well, you don't have to. I mean, it's not that. What do they go for? Kidneys probably like four hundred, yeah. five hundred dollars. I have an extra. Oh damn! You have an extra. Well, that's not enough. Well, I mean, you only need the one. Okay. Oh, true. True, but then you gotta pee more. That's I already okay. pee a lot anyway. It'll be fine. I know. Yeah, but I'm imagine going more. I literally go a ridiculous amount already. <laughs> All right. I suppose Learning so. So anyway, many things about your. Co-host. We should go to training camp. That'd be fun. <laughs> it's gonna be, be great. Oh. So speak. Okay, so yeah, that's a great idea. I like doing that. So okay, we have about two minutes left. Beth, you oh and I God. have something to say. Yeah. I wait. Is this about the Twitter thing? Because I have something to say that is not oh, yes. about the Twitter thing. Say that first. Okay. So Nick Suzuki was traded from the Owen Sound attack to Guelph Storm today, which means sadly there is going to be no more superior propane means. However, if you want some help keeping an eye out on Nick Suzuki as he plays in the OHL, 
check out Ian C. McLaren on Twitter. It's, a little, it's all one word. Because um, he writes um, for Fear the Fin, which is the which is a online... Um, it's a website that um, follows the... Gulfstorm, which the is a... Um, Sharks affiliate, sorry. Uh, San Jose Sharks affiliate. And he writes an article called, called Stormwatch every so often. Um, so he is a really cool dude. We're friends. And he does really fun hockey stuff. He is unfortunately a Bruins fan, but he's one of the nicer ones. He's not all bad. Yeah. He's not. Yeah, he's not all bad. <laughs> um, and at Clout Kaniemi on Twitter, who we all know, I think we're all familiar with him, yes. has started a petition to encourage the storm to do the superior propane tweets. Oh, yeah. I like that. Right? Oh or at least when Suzuki scores. That's funny. Which is like all the time. Nick Suzuki, who was also on the Team Canada roster at the World Junior Championship and did well, as usual. Yeah. yeah. Ray Ferraro would not shut up about the guy today. No. I like Ray Ferraro. So do I. He's from Trail. From Trail, B.C., Ooh. And that's where my boyfriend's oh. family is from. They're all Italians, and that's where they all settled when they came to Canada. Maybe they're related. He's related. Well, I mentioned when we were watching the game one day, I naively, uh, ignorantly mentioned to my boyfriend, like, oh, Ray Ferraro, he's always on the radio in Montreal. Okay. And then he proceeded to tell me Ray Ferraro's entire life story. Whoa. <laughs> he's very famous in trail <laughs> and uh yeah <laughs> i'm like okay so you know ray ferraro okay got <gasps> it <laughs> but that, yeah so he that, was like really yeah that just makes me s- <laughs> that makes me so happy for some reason i don't know why <laughs> anyway cute. like anyway. oh like and and his whole family they, yeah he knows the whole thing but um yeah he's really high on nick suzuki and why wouldn't you be exactly right yeah now all of these things that were mentioned was not what i thought beth was going to mention i know what you wanted her to I, mention. no i know what you wanted me to mention okay she just didn't mention it well we ought to <laughs> go yeah beth go ahead do you have any idea what I'm talking about? <laughs> the Disney thing. No. No. What Disney oh. thing? Oh no, no. That's I gotta oh, I gotta do thing. that we later. We don't have time. No, oh no, no. wait. Carl Alzer and Noel Joseph. Beth you, and are I are month, going Beth? to Canada. Oh, oh. For fuck's sake. <laughs> We're gonna be going to Montreal. <laughs> going See you there. <laughs> February 8th, 9th, and 10th. Okay, bye. <laughs> Go ahead, Beth. Oh, I'll be there different days. I'm going to be there the 7th through the 11th. But um, on where the hell is my reservation? <laughs> um, on the 9th, on the 9th of February 9th, um, Dave and myself, along with my mom and um, a couple other people from Twitter, are going to be at uh, Tavern 1909. Before the Leafs game, the Hadley's game um, at four. So um, if you are gonna, if you want to come say hi, uh, please let us know. Um, like just like at the happy hour, or at us on Twitter um, yeah. individually. That'd be super nifty. And we look forward to seeing you. I look forward to seeing some of you guys and saying hi. I promise not to be too drunk. 
I, I don't know about Dave. cannot <laughs> promise that because I will Don't not promises you can't keep. I will not be able to attend the Leafs game, so I'll probably just stay at the Tavern Modern and drink myself Ooh. silly. <laughs> and meander my way home. Have something to eat though, because the food there is great. Oh, the food is very yeah. good. Yeah, oh no, yes. I definitely plan on eating everything while I'm in Montreal. Yeah. yeah. So much poutine. Mm-hmm. Smoked meat. Mm-hmm. Oh no shit. Nope. Well, Dave can have some. Nope. Everybody else can have some. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, that's. Oh, yeah, right. Because, okay, of things. Yes. Okay. I could mm-hmm. do that, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. So cool. <laughs> so that's really cool. I had hoped to be able to find a way to make it and do that again. But I think that, like, we, we've got a bunch of, like, renos and stuff that are going down in my house right now. And if I'm going to go again to Montreal, I think it's going to be for the Stanley Cup, right? Oh, Makes sense. right. Yeah. And, uh, I'll in, make that happen. In May. Yeah. Yeah. May and June. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, for sure. So we, sh- finals. we should be able to. Yep. Finals, essentially. Right. My God. Oh. Somebody mentioned 1993 <laughs> that the Habs power play was shit in 1993, yet there they were. Oh. Mm-hmm. They beat Wayne Gretzky to get that fucking cup. All right. I'm done. I got to stop now. <laughs> Jesus. It was all goalie. Oh, it was all goalie. Right? And they won, like, how many? 16 overtime games or whatever it was? It was absolute anarchy every step of that playoff run. What a ride! Back in the 90s, before MySpace. Before Twitter. (laughs) Before. Before smartphones. The internet. Before the internet. Okay, funny story, and then we got to go. So I went to the Winter Classic between the Habs and the Bruins in 2016. I think that one was. It was 2016. I asked Santa to go. I went to that one, and one of the signs that a Bruins uh, fan had somewhere was that Stanley Cup since the internet, Bruins won, Habs nothing. And I was like, (gasps) fuck are you? And then we won. We killed them, essentially, and that was good. Yeah. Mike Condon was in net. Mike? Yeah. I remember that game. Brennan mm-hmm. Gallagher scored. Daniel Carr he scored. He did. It was yeah. his first game back after his hand yeah. was mangled. Marchand yeah. was uh, suspended. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time. And I remember the coaching staff looked really sharp. Oh, yeah. Those coats. I really yeah. want one of those coats. If, it's, yeah. if anybody knows where I can get one of those coats, the coaching staff's uh, Winter Classic ones, hit me the fuck up. Please. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just stand beautiful. outside and ask Claude Julien. No, not Claude. we just have to find Mark Bridgman. Oh, and <gasps> and when we go up, <laughs> and further after that game, Michel Terrien undefeated outside, <laughs> which is kind of crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. <sighs> it was. I was really happy for Mike Condon, especially. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I cheered so like he. Basically, that game I felt was just was for him and for Brendan Gallagher. And exactly. to put the cherry on top, what a good season it was. But to put the cherry on top of that one was that the Bruins lost their chances to get into the playoffs by one point. And I want to say it was because of the Winter Classic. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Did you say that I... was a good season? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they went. Is that the season that they went on and lost in the first round? Second. To the I Rangers? Thought. No, no, no. Mm-mm, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't make the playoffs that season. Oh, so it wasn't the year that Tyrion got fired. No. 
the no. year it was prior. the year before okay mm-hmm. okay because yeah, that, yes. okay, that was the year it. that I went to my first NHL 2016. Game. Yes, I think that was you. the playoffs where the where Tampa beat us in the second round. Mm-mm. 2016, they didn't make the playoffs. Really? Promise. Yeah, they didn't. That was the year that. <clears throat> oh right. Yeah. Ain't that funny? <laughs> oh well, we have That's to go cool. now. We're all done. Yeah. All right. Finish strong. Finish strong. We did Finish strong. So well. Yeah. Yeah. We oh, did. yeah. This we totally a, a missed the playoffs. Holy like shit. Like an extra fun one. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you. No, I was going to say that was the year <laughs> that Charlie um, Lindgren got his first finish. Cool. We got to go now. That is cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. 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 Goes from being around wearing boots like Gaston. I use antlers in all of my decorating. Bye, 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 bye.